This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. Agut Nev Shabbos, hope everyone is well. We'd like to wish a Mazel Tov to Rabbi and Mrs. Avram Zipper on the birth of a grandson born to the children, Mr. and Mrs. Baruch Zipper of New Jersey. May they see much nachas from this mishpacha and from all their children and grandchildren. We turn to this week's parasha, parasha's Vayetze, and the Torah introduces us to the last of our four emois. We've already met and we've learned and we studied and we've learned and we gained and we've grown from Sarah and from Rivka. And in this week's parasha, we're introduced to the last of the two, Rachel and Leah. And there's so much to learn from them in this week's parasha, but perhaps sometimes we overlook some of the greatness of what our emois taught us. And the Mepharshim point out that the word Imois, why are they called Imois? Imois means our mothers. The answer is because the Imois are our mothers. And just like in a, a real mother, a biological mother, much of the makeup of the child comes from the mother, the DNA, the genes, the characteristic traits come from the parent and are instilled into the child. So too with our great Imois, the things they did, the koiches that they had were not just something that we reflect and say, wow, I wish I had it. They imbued it in all of us because we're children of them. They're our mother, they're our imais, and therefore we gained from them and it's now running through our veins, pumping through our veins, all the wonderful character traits that they had. And in this week's parasha, we see a common denominator actually between both Rachel and Leah. We find that they both did something which is unbelievable. They both were selfless. They both were willing to give up for their sibling, to give up for someone else, not to hurt someone. We all are familiar with the famous Chazal with Rachel Imenu. That Rachel Imenu knew good and well that her father was going to pull the old switcheroo and put Leah in her place. And Rachel was afraid that Leah would be hurt, she'd be embarrassed, she'd feel bad. <clears throat> so Rachel gave her sister the private sign, the Simonim. And that's why Yaakov didn't know until the morning that it wasn't, Le- that it wasn't Rachel. That was an unbelievable act of selflessness. She completely gave up her chance, her opportunity to be married to someone like a Yaakov. She threw away everything, her future. She threw away the chance to have the shidduch of a lifetime. She gave it all away. Why? Not to hurt her sister. What a mevater to give up, to be selfless, to give to others. That's Rachel Imenu, and that's what she teaches all of us. To have that ability, to have that strength, to be able to give up for someone else. It's not easy to give up for other people. It's difficult. And I often say in Rachel's situation, I think we all would have justified that it would have been okay for us not to give the Samanim to Leah. We would have said to Leah, listen Leah, you have to understand, this was my chance, this was my opportunity, this was my Shidduch. I'll make it up to you later. After Shavu Rachel, we'll go out to eat and we'll talk about it. I'll help you find another Shidduch. No. Rachel Emanuel was not looking for any shortcuts. No Terutzim, no excuses, no Haterim. She said, no, I want to give up for my sister because I don't want my sister to be hurt. And you would have imagined, if that's the case, that Rachel Imenu, the moment she was taken as married to Yaakov, you'd think she'd be zaychet to have children immediately. Yet the Torah tells us not so. Rachel went some time before she had children. Because sometimes when we do great acts, we don't get the reward right away. It doesn't mean the reward is not coming, it doesn't mean it's not coming yet. And therefore we have to learn from Rachel Imenu, don't expect immediate results. Don't expect to be to be rewarded right away. It sometimes takes time, and ultimately Rachel was very lucky, she was blessed to have two Shvatim, Yosef and Binyamin. 
But so often in life when we do great things, we expect the reward to come tomorrow, next week, latest next month. Come on, Hashem, look what I did for you. But we learn from Rachel Imenu, it doesn't always come right away, and it might, it might often even come with hardship. And the same way we learn from Leah. Chazal tells us in this week's parasha that Leah davened that Dina should be a girl instead of a boy. Why? Because she was afraid if she'd have one more boy, then her sister would have one less boy, and her sister wouldn't be on the same playing field, the level as her. What an unbelievable act of selflessness. Leah gave up the opportunity to have another one of the Shvatim, to have another boy, to have another child, to have another connection, another continuation of Klai Yisrael. And she gave it all up because her sister's feelings would be hurt. Another act of selflessness on Leah's part. But Asim Yaakov Galinsky doesn't make sense. Because what came from Dina? Leah went and she did this unbelievable act to change Dina from a boy to a girl. And what nachas did she get from Dina? Dina was taken by Shechem and that entire story, which we'll read in next week's parsha, happened. Where's the reward for the unbelievable midas of Leah? Says Ibyanko Galinsky, it happens later. Because we know ultimately that from Dina ended up producing Ephraim and Menashe. Because we know Dina's child that she had from Shechem ultimately made its way, that girl made its way to Mitzrayim and ultimately married Yosef. And from that relationship came two more Shvatim, Ephraim and Menashe. So Leah was Zoichet to see. Great reward for her action. It took time. It took generations. But the Torah teaches us that when a person acts with, with thinking of someone else and they give up for someone else and they're trying to do for someone else, Hashem will reward you. It might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, it might not even be this year. It will take time, but ultimately Hashem will reward you for what you do. The Manchester Rosh Hashiva, the Segel used to say over that it's so important that we, we teach our children to give up for someone else. I, I can honestly say in my home, my wife is very, very good about teaching the children to be a mevater, to give up for each other. Give over, give something, let someone take your spot, let someone take this. It's such an important media to give over to children, to be a mevater, to give up. To be selfless instead of selfish. We live in a world where everyone is so self-absorbed. We're so focused on ourselves, and me, 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 I, 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 I. The Torah here is telling us it's not about you, it's what you could do for someone else. How can you make someone else's life better? And more so the Torah is teaching us you won't always see that result and that reward and that gain right away. You sometimes need to wait a little bit, but Hashem will pay you back for that act of selflessness. It's an amazing story that came out of Eretz Yisrael. There was a boy who was preparing for his bar mitzvah parsha for many, many months. He was preparing to lane the entire parsha it was actually Parsha's para, along with the regular weekly Parsha. And he was preparing, and he was preparing, and he was all ready to lay, and he spent hours and hours preparing for his Bar Mitzvah Parsha. And a few weeks before the Bar Mitzvah, somehow they figured out there's another boy that has that Parsha, and he also was preparing to lay the entire Parsha. Now there was a massive dilemma. There are two boys, two 13-year-old boys, young boys, just becoming bar mitzvah, being introduced to Torah mitzvahs, and they both want to lane the parsha that they both studied for so many months. What are they going to do? So there was discussion, split the parsha, something like that, but one of the bar mitzvah boys said, no, I'm going to be mevater, I'm going to give up, I don't need to lane. I'll just get an aliyah and I'll be happy. Although I prepared the entire parsha, I know the parsha by heart from soup to nuts, I'm going to be mavat, I'm going to be selfless instead of selfish. I'm going to give over to the other boy, allow him to lane the bar mitzvah. And that's what happened. The boy gave up all the time and effort and he moved on with his life. He didn't think twice about it. Fast forward four years later. 
This boy is now 17, and his mother has a heart condition, and his mother is in one of the hospitals in Eretz Yisrael. And this boy, as a good son, is sitting at his mother's bedside, Shabbos, Friday night, sitting with his mother, and there's a knock on the door. And a man comes in and says, you know, in this hospital is Rebbe Yashiv, the Godel Hador, the Paisik Hador, and we're going to actually have a minion in his room tomorrow morning for Shachos. But we have one problem. We have a Sefer Torah. We don't have a Balkaira. Is there any way you can be a Balkaira? Are you a Balkaira? So the boy said, no, I'm not a Balkaira. But this happens to be by my Mitzvah Parsha. And I prepared it four years ago. And I know it and I can come lame. And the boy came with such, such, so proud to be able to lay in front of the Godla Adar Yashif. And after he finished laying beautifully, Rebbe Yashif said, you know, what brings you here? Rebbe Yashiv told the boy, my mother's here with a heart condition. Rebbe Yashiv said, I have a personal cardiologist that will personally help your mother. And that's what happened. The cardiologist of Rebbe Yashiv got involved in this boy's mother's case. And he was involved in the procedure that was done. And ultimately, Baruch Hashem, the mother recovered. Four years it took. But the boy saw why he needed to learn that parish of four years ago. But when he was selfless and he gave up the other boy and allowed him to lane, Hashem repaid him with a beautiful bracha that his mother was able to get her for Shlema. This week's parasha, the Torah is telling us, be selfless, give up, do for others, be mevater. You'll get the reward. I don't know when, I don't know how, but you will get it. Mr. Shem will learn from our great emojis, both Rochel and Leah had such acts of selflessness. They completely gave up of their own to someone else, to their sister, to someone else, to Klai Yisrael. Mr. Shem, we should be Zaycha to live a life of Rachel and Leah, to be selfless and not selfish. We should be zayichet to see unbelievable brachas in Yeshua's for all our efforts, because Hashem will pay us back for the unbelievable acts of chesed that we do. We should continue to be bali chesed, living in the legacy of our great Emois and being complete nachas ruach to our Kaddish Baruch Hu. Have a wonderful Shabbos.